You are now listening to a proud member of the Disney Podcast Family. Go to DizPodcastFamily.com to find more on this show and other great Disney podcasts. You're listening to The Mando Show. This week we have a Star Wars Day podcast special, The Mando Awards. Welcome back, everybody, to The Mando Show. This week, we're doing a special little awards. <laughs> little awards. <laughs> we're doing our very first award podcast for The Mandalorian. We're doing season one and two. We have different categories that we're going to cover. And uh, it is for Star Wars Day. So, Star Wars Podcast Day. Oh, sorry. Star Wars <laughs> Podcast Day. It is for Star Wars Podcast Day. So, to the left of me is... Udi Alvarado, Star Wars fan and podcaster. Uh, across the table for me is... Joey, an apologetic Star Wars fan and now award announcer, I guess. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't forget Five Show Joe. And. Don't forget that. He didn't like I don't want to do that one again. <laughs> he's, done, he's done with the 5 Joe. Oh, no, no. I just, I just totally Two, forgot. Okay. <laughs> oh, he forgot. He forgot. Oh, he's that busy. He yeah. forgot. All right. And to the right of me is... Chad, the resident Mandalorian and future Heisman nominator. This is going to get me there. <laughs> cool. I hope so. Good luck with that. And I'm Derek Alvarado. Father of two tattoo artists and Star Wars fan for life. All right. So we decided... That since we have two things coming up, we have awards coming up, which Mandalorian has been nominated for a bunch of them again, as well they should be. Golden they, Globes, Greatest Choices, uh, Sci-Fi. Yeah, <laughs> I get confused because they're being all yeah. They keep like on popping up like and, and another one and another one and another one. Good, good, good. Yeah. So everybody likes the show. Hmm, big hmm. surprise. Wow. So, um. And we have Star Wars Podcast Day, so we decided we're going to go ahead and do one for that. So here we are. We put it out to you guys last week. Uh, we put the different categories that we wanted to do. And so without further ado, we're going to get into those, all right? So up first, we have favorites. Well, let me, I'm going to go over them real quick. Okay. All right. So yeah. we got favorite scene and moment. There's best kill. There's best fight. Wow, that's going to be a tough one. Mm-hmm. Best director. Favorite Razor Crest scene. Favorite Mando and Grogu moment, which I think that's going to be kind of a hands down one on that one myself. I don't know. Best secondary character. And then best Star Wars reference or not. All right, so. After we decided what our categories were going to be, which I didn't play any part of, these guys did, <laughs> did all the Yeah, we were talking about it, and I'm like, it's strangely silent from yeah, Derek. I was working. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't uh, chime in. I was busy. Sorry. You couldn't, like, take your gloves? No, I'm kidding. No, I couldn't, take, yeah, I I couldn't make the person I was poking with a needle yeah, no, wait right. any longer Hold so on, I could answer my phone. podcast business. <laughs> yeah. There is this no. feature called voice to text. <laughs> yeah, no, there's this thing called professionalism, yeah. and I keep working when I'm working. Yeah, we anyway. don't know what that means. None of that. I have oh, no I, idea. I know Chad knows what it means. Well, I was because I was working while I was texting you. Yeah, guys. exactly. And um, you know me. I can, like, be halfway up a raft. I'm like, oh, wait a second. Oh, wait. 
Oh, Texting yeah. to my phone. You and your bad phone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Off I go. So, uh, when we did have uh, somebody comment on the socials, but we're going to, we'll get to that later. Anyway, we'll see if it matches up with ours. All right. So, favorite scene and moment. This is kind of a tough one for a show that has so many, so many awesome ones. So, we're going to start over here with Chad. Chad, what is your favorite scene or moment of season one and two of The Mandalorian? This was a hard one to nail down for me, and it's one that I, like some of the other ones, I'm like, we're probably all going to agree on them. But this is one where I'm like, we're probably going to have four different answers. And for me, the scene that did it all is going to be season one, chapter three, The Sin, when all the Mandalorians come flying over the archway, and it's the return of Mandalore, and we all kind of got up and screamed you know, especially around the Mandalorian Mercs, the costume club, like that was the, you know, the vindication and the we're back We're you know, we're in the show. Um, and that was a huge moment for, for all of us, for everybody, for Star Wars fans all around. It was, it was, a, it was pretty badass. Yeah. And that was the first, this is the way episode also. Mm-hmm. That was Mando Mercs <laughs> heaven. Nice. Oh, oh yeah. Great Sp- choice. Spawn the phrase that, you know, we're stealing and using to this day. Right. Yep, yep. All right. Good choice, Chad. Joey. Oh, man. I've been thinking about this, but, I, you know. Uh, okay. The next to that, because I was thinking about that uh, scene also. Um, the final scene from Chapter 8, Season 1, uh, the reveal of the Darksaber. Um, I mean, that was something that was totally, I mean, well, this whole the first whole first season was totally unexpected, but that was definitely the cherry on the top of a, a mountain of whipped cream on a awesome uh, cupcake of mm-hmm. a show. So yeah, the reveal of the dark saber with Moff Gideon just, yeah. Standing on top and pissed. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And also letting you know that, that, that dark saber was a clue that they got big plans mm-hmm. for, for those of us yeah, who definitely. know the history of the dark saber. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and one more quick thing is, is a quick little vindication for people like, uh, myself and Udi, like, no, you guys got to watch the Clone Wars, watch Rebels. No, I'm not watching a, a, a cartoon. Well, now they're some of those watch the cartoon and now, they're now, happy. How many now of you have to? Yeah, how, how many people now with this have gone like, okay, now I need to go back? And we've gotten it here on the show from mm-hmm. listeners, different ones going, I'm so glad, and now I'm going back and I'm going going back. Yeah, so you get the full everything, you get every context when you do that. But hey, if you don't want to go back and watch them all yourself, we've conveniently <laughs> reviewed all the relevant Mandalorian episodes yeah. for you. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep, yep, we did. All right. So, Udi, your favorite scene or moment in the show? I feel like the one I'm going to give is the obvious one, um, which would be the finale of season two. Um, the reason being is that um, Luke is the one thing that, Initially, I think all of us here at the table were drawn into one of the main drivers of our beginning of love of Star Wars and what we have um, as a common commonality through all all the movies or the trilogies. Um, and with the bad feeling that we had that I had with um, Last Jedi and 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 all that, having him come back and we're really getting what I wanted to see on the screen, on the small screen, like a full tilt Jedi Luke, which we had never seen. And having that moment, like, brought 
all like I'm getting goosebumps right now brought all that feeling back of that is Luke at prime where we haven't seen it. We've seen little teases of it, but we that is him in full effect. And then you add the cherry on top, having R2 roll through there and be R2. I mean, you, it, it didn't get much better for me. I just, I watched that, I don't know how many times. I've lost track how many times I've gone over and over and over and over, and over again. Yeah. That's going to be mine. <laughs> All right. And I know this is going to sound like cop-out, but I completely agree with you. That was mine, too. Um, well, that was I, mine, but... <laughs> I think well, I, I think we kind of all agree that that's the one, but I was like, oh, everybody's going to say that. I, I got to find, I gotta yeah. find the runner-up, basically. Yeah, yeah, in my mind, I'm like, right there's that one I can be. The one, you know, for me, the runner-up, another runner-up would be the, the Biker Scout scene. with <laughs> Because it, it adds to the comedy, and then you have that flip of comedy, and then you know how serious it is, and then you have the IG, and then, I mean... I'm in my mind. I'm like, man, I love that scene. I'll watch that again. I watched it again last night. <laughs> I'm like, uh, but no, it doesn't quite add up to that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Luke Skywalker coming in, especially for us old school Star Wars fans. You know, um, seeing how many other Jedi got up and spun their their lightsabers around all over the place and just really flexed hard on everything, <laughs> and uh, we never really got to see that with the OG Luke, and now he comes in. And did all the things that we wanted to see, like you know, when we saw Darth Vader do it at the end of Rogue One. Um, I think it was it was only right that Luke got that same treatment. I know we were kind of hoping we'd get a lot of that in the movies. Um, mm-hmm. We got a tiny little bit of Very that, little. but it was a, yeah. it was just a Phantom Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just to add on to it, them mirroring that Rogue One quarter scene to this yeah. in the middle, like that that's that's tops. Like, yeah, yeah, you can't beat that. that. And and the fact that and Mark Hamill brought this up after the episode was uh, revealed, but you know, and, and John Favreau that every one of their new characters or reference characters was revealed before the show came out. Like, oh, Rosario Dawson's coming back, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, it was a lot of speculation yeah, about. And it, there yeah. was nothing about Luke, not on the radar. And people were like, well, that'd be cool if he came, but they wouldn't do that. You know, they can't do that. Yeah, I mean, we were running around like, could it be Ezra? We, yeah. I mean, our theories were all over the board, and I don't think anybody ever came up with Luke. I don't think any of us came up with, oh, it could be Luke. Yeah. It just seemed too obvious. Exactly. But at the same right? time, it was yeah. exactly what to do, and yeah. they did it so well. Yeah. So so I guess that's what the uh, what it comes down to, right? Luke coming in and the uh, reveal of all the Mandalorians in season one as the uh, runner-up. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, you like, can't so that, argue that. That, that yeah. was the obvious scene because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Congratulations to uh, Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill. Congratulations. <laughs> Everyone who kept that a secret. Oh I, yeah, that was awesome. That, yeah. Be thank very you. proud of yourself. Thank we, you. For we that. now accept this uh, award on be- your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I really. Um, speaking of the the keeping it a secret thing, um, I wish that people would just leave it be and stop trying to get in there and find out what's Mm -hmm. going on before Mm -hmm. the show comes out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I understand wanting to know what's going on because you want to know what's going on. But I think the surprise that happens from just watching the show is so much better than knowing ahead of time. Maybe we're going to get this person. Maybe we, you can get that by just talking. You don't have to actually go and (laughs) snoop and try and and get the spoilers out there before the show's actually done. Yeah, because it's, you know, for me, it's fun to speculate and theorize, but not enough to take to the point where you know a lot of people yeah. on, that have YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. And, We've confirmed this, and yeah. like, oh, 
Exactly. Yeah. You know, I'd rather, I'd like, ooh, you know, that'd be cool if this happened. But, you know, as much as I think I love and know Star Wars, Favreau and Filoni know a little bit more. A bit, right? <laughs> and usually when, I, when they come up with something, it's like, okay, that was way better than what I had in my little mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. And even if it was the same thing, but the way they, they would do something, I mean, yeah. So. Well, and the fact that they're creating <laughs> Star Wars 2 kind of yeah. helps. Yeah. So. All right. Moving on to the next category. Now we have the category of best kill. Udi. All right. What's your favorite kill? So I had a ton of them. A ton of them bouncing around in my head. I'm not going to give any out because I don't want to take it, but there are a few in my mind. I'm like, oh, man, that was great. Uh, the best one. The best one. For you. Blaster to the face. Cardoon. <laughs> Dang. Savage. That is savage. savage. Brutal. Straight up. Bam. Mm-hmm. Three foot away. Gave it, gave him the chance, and he wouldn't, and she just, boom. Straight nice. to the face. Blaster to the face. I saw him like, no, that's the one. <laughs> Nice, yep. good choice. Awesome, and I think that the thing that led up to, was the build up to that too, just yep. the intensity yeah. of them just then like the banter back flexing. and forth, and uh-huh. he's like ha ha ha, and then you know it was worth seeing all for Terrace and bam, <laughs> bye, loved it. I'm like I'm okay. I'm gonna back that up. <laughs> I mean, the only I don't, don't want to go. I don't want to take anyone from them, but there are a few that you back up and watch a few times. That was one for me. I'm like yeah, brutal. <laughs> and a quick one, Derek brought it up, and I did, I didn't catch it, but like the next thing you see. uh a Pershing with his burnt ear. And I'm like, oh, my God, he really did. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was awesome. There. Yep, yep. All right, oh. Joe, what's your best kill? Man, so th- these categories just seem like simple categories, but when you think of it, they are uh, all tough. Oh, man, you think about every episode? Yeah. I think we're going to have some honorable mentions yeah. that need to oh, get yeah. talked about after this. Mm-hmm. I have a couple in my head right now. One of my favorites. Your favorite. Okay. The one that sticks out, I'll just go to the one that came into my brain first. It's the opening fight. With um, in season two, but where uh, Mando stabs the guy with his blade, then chucks it at the uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the guy like Darth Maul. I can't think of the name right now. So Sabrak, the Sabrak, yeah, Sabrak, Sabrak, Sabrak. So uh, yeah, that's the first one that came to my head. And every time I just in that whole like fight, you know, he's like headbutting people with his helmet. And, mm-hmm. But yeah, just that kill. I, I love those stab and throw that weapon at somebody else that kind of two for one nice nice chad so i changed this on the fly i had my honorable mention being the winner and then i switched it at the last second because this one is just too great season one episode eight melted trooper mm-hmm. <laughs> face first into the forge by the armor yep. like oh. star wars has never had like like it's Disney, they don't do gore, they don't do and like this wasn't gory, but just it it puts that thought in your head that and this is a kill unlike any other in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, have having her, you know, check the stormtrooper and then put him face first into the foundry was great. And I'm just thinking of all the all the missed products they could have done with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. I like that. I forgot about that one. That's good. I like that. All right, so my choice was one of the ones that still makes me giggle because the follow-up kills too. It's the disintegrations <laughs> from the very first guy who got disintegrated in that fight. The uh, the what? Oh man, now I'm forgetting the name of those guys. Um, the Trandoshan mm-hmm. that got disintegrated 
with, with the follow of Jawa disintegrations, but I, I we're not going to see them anymore. Yeah, and uh, so that's part of my my why I like it so much because it was it still makes me giggle when I see it. Yep. Oh, I know. And you want to talk about not gory? I mean, that's about as close to gory as you're mm-hmm. going to get because they get misted, dusted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's yeah. So that's, it's tasteful how they do it, but in your head, <laughs> uh-huh. you're like, oh my God. There's <laughs> nothing left of that yeah. guy. Yeah. No, and yeah. it's just all their equipment is still sitting there. I mean, yeah. you want to talk about just on the technical side of if I want to loot, steal your stuff, I just vaporize you and yeah. all your stuff is sitting there perfectly yeah. fine and intact and yeah. I can take it if I want. Yeah. Oh, but just, the, just that just yeah. makes me laugh. So I, I <sighs> think another... another uh, Oh, it slipped my mind. Uh, the the entire the the honorable mention I had in my mind was the armor, mm-hmm. the entire fight that kill. Um, then the other one for me was Boba Fett. That entire fight, the knee knee rockets. You think of everything he did in that whole entire him using that gaffy stick and just straight destroying armor. The one the one where he. Dra- the one where he drags uh, the gaffy stick and just the ga- the stormtroopers on his knee and he just annihilates that that helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's another great one for me. Very again, very brutal, very visceral, very in your face, and and no mercy. I'm surprised none of you guys picked the death by a door. You were that so was my honorable mention. Yeah. Killed, yeah. Okay. killed by a door. Oh, the one that okay. began it all. Really, yeah. it gave us a flavor of like, okay, we're going to be in for a few things when we watch this. Yeah. And we got it a couple times. Yep. Well, the other one that, that I really liked, too, was when he just grabbed that jaw and chucked it straight off of that <laughs> sand collar. Yeah. That, that, whole, that whole episode, I guess, has got my favorite one <laughs> for both seasons. Um, all right. So, wow. That's, uh, yeah, I don't know which one of those would be better. One. Oh, this is tough. Honestly. I'll start off. I'm, I'm torn between Udi's and Derek's because I love the intensity leading up to Cara Dune and just that, like, just savage. Mm-hmm. You know, now she's uh, appointed republic marshal and she murders a guy in the face yeah and and on top of it then having and then having mando's reaction to her like you like whoa <laughs> yeah that that whole thing yeah and and Derek's because like that that's e- epic killing that's comedy gold and it's also an awesome another category star wars reference all wrapped up into mm-hmm. one so several references. Yeah. All so I mean, one. just one line: no disintegrations. We all knew what that was, and he's disintegrating the crap out of a bunch of Jawas. Mm-hmm. You guys have to come back to me. I'm torn uh, between those two I right know. now. I and you know what? I'm thinking Chad, the stormtrooper in the melter melting pot. <laughs> That's a good one, man. Fantastic. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. We need a tiebreaker. I don't. I don't know. Because now I'm like, man, all those disintegrations. <laughs> <laughs> the disintegrations were great, man. I don't know. I don't know. We might need to just put this one out there and let let other people vote on it. Yeah. Maybe get back to it. Or do so we we're gonna go what? Okay, we can do the disintegrations and the car dune. I, I'm I'm gonna choose disintegrations. Okay, by, well then by a thread. Then all that right. then that's the winner. Okay, yes, all three, you pick disintegrations. It. Yeah. Disintegrations. All right. Yeah, so. By a thread. I know. I know. <laughs> Mine's that, better. That, you guys that, are wrong. That that's fine. Dune. No, that's a good shot too. Man. You think about it, man. You think about it. I you know. play it in your head. You're like. Mm. Well, best kill season one, best kill season two. There, <laughs> there we go. go. Okay. Okay, All we right. can do that. We're yeah. going to have to divide that category. Sounds good to me. Okay. They, yeah. We'll get stricter of these awards. Uh, for the second <laughs> no, we're annual. not. No, we're not. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to skip ever doing these again. 
going to become a three-hour argument oh, about which God. one would be better. I know, right? <laughs> Man. But you know what? It, at least this leads right directly into the next category, and I think we've already touched on what everybody's favorite is going to be. But mm-hmm. next category is best fight. And talk about plenty of options to choose from on where the best fight could have possibly come from because they are a lot. I mean, the this stunt team, this fight coordinating team is amazing. Hands down, do an awesome job. And, you know, the people who are involved in it obviously are top notch. Uh, they have lots of experience and they're, they're in it all the way too for the love of Star Wars. So that's why we get the quality fights that we get. Um, Joey, what is your favorite fight? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Joey's head was about to explode. Well, <laughs> I was I, I was expecting to go, not go first, so I had my runner-up. But my best fight, it the one we didn't expect, the one we didn't think we needed, R- Robert Rodriguez's mm-hmm. Boba Fett. And everything Udi mentioned to the uh, shooting down the two ships, the, hey, nice shot. I was aiming for the other one. <laughs> I mean, everything about that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this category needs no honorable mentions. No matter how great all the other fights were, the choreography, the meaning behind them, nothing comes close to touching this. From Rock, Robert Rodriguez's original image to his little video with the toys that set it all up that he pitched to Filoni, and he, you know, he's all worried, yeah. like, you know, I did this with toys and Filoni, or um, Favreau's like, that's great. Like, You're that's one awesome. of our people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Udi. I'm right yeah, there with him. Yeah, he's a yeah. green. Yeah, I think this is, uh, yeah, hands down. The easy. I do want to mention one thing before we, we gush all over this fight a little bit more. The Sokotano entrance with her going through the mist, for sure, I think the honorable mention. I think it's might be a little sad that Mando isn't in in our best fight, or Kara, <laughs> yeah. for that matter. He gets his butt uh, kicked no. a lot. So, oh, the Ahsoka, I think, was going to come up to it later. Ahsoka's so, going to come up later in mind, but... Uh, I, I will give you my honorable mention is the Cara Dune and Mando fight at the beginning mm-hmm. when they first meet. Yeah, that, yeah. that one's fun. Because when you sure. think about that fight, the character, it introduced everything it has. Mando being a tough guy, we only know Mando's a tough guy, then he get, he's getting his butt whooped, straight whooped by her. So we have that level of high-intensity fighting, again, very brutal. Um, and then it's really showing what kind of characters we're getting right away. So that was my honor. That I was about, mm-hmm. I was going back and forth, back and forth, like yeah, but Boba Fett, yeah, man, the overall thing, yeah, and Gina being, you know, a known fighter, yeah. it was a believable fight. Oh yeah, which, I mean, it know, wasn't like everything she does yeah. is a yeah. believable fight. Yeah. She knows how to exactly. Fight, so yeah, and uh, my my honorable mention was uh, <clears throat> uh, chapter six, the Mando's fight with the droids in the uh, mm-hmm. the escape. So yeah. and exactly. just see, I'm going back to you know since we're kind of bringing up a little BTS, you know, seeing. Uh, Rick's little storyboards on, you know, mm-hmm. everything he did in the storyboards and vi- previs was shot exactly the same. And it was a great fight. And uh, all the, you know, Ma- Mayfell and um, Bo- Borg? Berg? Berg. Berg. Just, Berg. just watching him just Berg. take down these droids is tiny. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think. What, so, oh, the, I, my honorable mention was the Ahsoka fight. Okay. But you agree yeah. with the uh, Boba Fett? Oh, yeah. Fett. The Boba Fett fight was hands down amazeballs, to use an old term. <laughs> that 
was such a great fight. I can't even begin to, and I said it before. I mean, I know, I know some people only heard the fact that I said I didn't want Boba Fett to be in the show, mm-hmm. but I wasn't taken away from that fight at all. That fight no. was so amazing. It was fantastic. And it wasn't just, I mean, um, Fennec Shan did mm-hmm. a great job in there mm-hmm. too. I mean, it was fun to see her in the mix, but Boba Fett was a beast. The fact that they showed how he fought without his armor and then switch gears up with his armor on mm-hmm. was great too to see that that change in style and he was pretty aggressive without his armor but mm-hmm. man when he got that armor on yeah he was a level beast. up <laughs> it was a beast and watching the armor exploding and the way he just went after everything and just smashed it all was fantastic it's still fun fun to watch that episode so yeah i completely agree and like udi was saying about luke that that scene we've been wanting to see luke for for so long mm-hmm. after return of the jedi this was the boba fett we've been wanting to see after mm-hmm. we first saw him in empire strikes back yep yep so not the little uh, into the sarlacc you know right from a little he's no longer a second grade rocketeer who gets yeah. sent into a pit by a blind man he kicks ass now <laughs> yes you know, he he absolutely destroys yep yep so that is our pick best fight Boba Fett walking in like a boss, handling everybody. So, yep, that's it. And if you disagree with us, we don't care. <laughs> and the, the world disagrees with you if you disagree with us. Yeah. And All accepting right. this award is tomorrow Morrison. Hey, no, yeah. And Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> and the fight crew. Yeah. No, and every stormtrooper that got its butt kicked. <laughs> All the stunt doubles. You done good. Yep. Yep. Great. That was a great job. So. All right. Next category. Another tough one. Best director. Man. I got mine. I'm going to go first. Okay. Um, I think Bryce Dallas Howard did a great job. Both the episodes that she directed, they were kind of difficult. But we got some great moments out of them. We got some character introduction out of them. Um we got a little bit of the touchy feely stuff too, but we also got some great action. Um, I think all the way around, she did a fantastic job. So that's my choice. Great choice for best director. Uh, Udi. I, it pains me to say this. I completely agree with you. Um, (laughs) for, for the same reasons she got handed two very, which, which came out to be very important characters. We, handed intros for right we got she got handed uh the first scene that was different or first episode that was different from what we had previously and we handled and she had got the introduction of Cara Dune which we knew um was going to be an important character how she introduced that character directed that whole thing the fight everything that that came up um in that episode was fantastic great direction and then going on to um the other episode, which was 10, um, I believe, episode 10, um, same thing there. Introduction of Boca 10. I mean, no, that one alone would have been enough for one, like, that is a heavy, heavy load because of everything that Boca 10 is in the universe. So to, to be handed that and then, you know, Cara Dune and Boca 10 and then handle them, I mean, great all the way across. I mean, she did a fantastic job i want her doing more i want her own movie actually i would love her directing solo too i think we said before yeah (laughs) her daddy should be proud yeah for sure i'm sure he is okay 
Chad. Ooh. So my honorable mention, I'll start off first with this, was Deborah Chow. And this was a close call. But eventually I settled down and I chose Dave Filoni for season two's The Jedi episode. Mm. Um, many reasons. The the lighting play that he included in this with Ahsoka. Um, but, I mean, he was meant to direct this episode. The ah- Ahsoka goes with him. He goes with Ahsoka. He knows best about the character. But additionally, the way he brought in his anime influences into this space western um but continued you know the cowboy moments and all and all of that um but just the yeah that like anime edo japan vibe he brought with this futuristic town his his samurai jedi um and just the direction that that whole episode took i thought was was really well done for him <laughs> right well we, right we said that i went to that quote from the uh season two premiere when Wherever, wherever he goes or wherever I go, he goes mm-hmm. with Ahsoka. Wherever she, go, I go, she goes. Yeah. And quick correction: I'm season or she did episode eleven, the heiress, not ten. I want to make that clear. I'm like, wait, I think I'm wrong with that one. But yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Good choice, Chad. Yeah. And I, and good one. Good points too. Yeah, for sure. All right, Joey, what is your choice? Well, my honorable mention was going to be Dave Filoni, just for the <laughs> from the move to animation to live action yeah absolutely and i mean you can see mm-hmm. the scale like on his wide shots those are rebel shots those are clone war shots mm-hmm. so and everything chad said about um the jedi episode and so i am going to go with deborah chow because i think as great as episode and ah because i love the rick fumiawa episodes too <laughs> that was Both my second choice yeah. actually yeah. Peyton reed surprised yeah. me of course robert rodriguez but yeah. i got to go with deborah chow being the fact that we were Already on board uh, with uh, chapter one and two, but she, I think she set the tone for the, the rest of the series with uh, the sin and then, you know, set the tone for Taika Waititi for the uh, lead up to the finale chapter uh, for her chapter seven and deservedly got Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, show running that. So um, every director, that means that every director has moved up so much you know, higher levels and, you know, for my respect for their uh, craft and, uh, you know, Carl Weathers did a great job, but we had to pick a winner. And so I'm, I'm going with Deborah Chow. Okay. Yeah. And I told myself I wasn't going to do this. I don't want to downplay how well everyone else did. I mean, exactly. every director did an amazing job because every episode is so fun to watch. Uh, Rick Fumiyawa's episodes oh, yeah. that he directed very Great. very close second um and i don't know if that has part to do with the fact that i like bill burr and the mayfell character and all mm-hmm. that because that character development was great and they give him um, the, the freedom to write those episodes too right the, writing the last one yes yeah he did not so that was directing and writing that one so he did a great job at that so these are these these folks did such an amazing job yeah. with everything they did, so that's hard. I I think I'm going to stand stand firm on my Bryce Dallas Howard, though. Me too. Yeah. So you know what? I am too. Uh, just just seeing her interaction, seeing their, all of their interactions during gallery, but hers especially, like both gallery seasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, just the story of her, her dad, George, and uh, mm-hmm. Kiyosawa. You know, just mm-hmm. and, yeah, and but, you know, falling asleep. I mean. Yeah, I'm going with Bryce too, but agreed. Okay, and then just like you've all mentioned, this was 
by no means an easy choice to even come down to honorable mention in a pick. Yeah. There's no director has done a bad job. No. Yeah, no director has done just a good job. They're, they've all done great. They've, they've all, all done, done the job. They're, they've all done amazing jobs. Amazing, yeah. They all, I mean, they all deserve credit for the amazing work. Yeah. Well, you know what? We can give all of them best director because we don't have a budget and we're not actually handing them anything. <laughs> this is the way. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't even mention John Favreau, who's the director. They're all the yeah. best directors. No, seriously. They, they, I can't. Yeah, they're they're all fantastic for sure. So, okay, so I guess that's what our official pick is going to be is Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. So now comes one that's kind of a little bit of a touchy, <laughs> touchy one. Yeah. We'll see what happens. All right, never going to be a category again. <laughs> I know would be the last time. <laughs> Favorite Razorcrest scene. Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? I'll go. All right. Udi, favorite Razor Crest scene. Episode 10, The Passenger. Uh, when he's running from the X-Wings. That entire, when he goes into atmosphere and he's flying and flipping it around and having, you know, Frog Lady in the back freaking out. That entire scene with the Razor Crest was great. From I mean, again, one of those things you can back up and watch again and back up and watch again. From beginning to end, that was my favorite Razor Crest scene all the way through. Yeah. Yep, I'm too. You agree with that, Chad? Absolutely. The, right. the the chase, and then this is what sold it for me to make that the obvious choice was that stalled drop where he just yep. shuts it off Whoop. and lets it free fall. And yep. Oh, yeah. That yeah that that moment the, when he does that, you're like, oh yeah, because <laughs> it, it just shows you too that. The Razor Crest is more than just some chunky freighter. Like yep. it puts those X Wings to work and from seeing the shows and the movies, like you know these X Wings, they're they're quick, they're deadly, they're very lethal, and Razor Crest puts them to work for yep. sure. All right. Joey. Yeah, that, that <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just give my honorable mention. <laughs> Because you already know. <laughs> I mean, but what, what you guys haven't said yet, just how that starts off with just the dialogue, the, the mm-hmm. cop lingo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the uh, switch to channel two. Yeah. You're then, like, oh, oh. <laughs> then it's just quiet. Then you see the X-Wings. Yeah. Then, then the boils pop up. Yeah. So, um, but. That's, uh, that's literally what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> Chad's like, I want S-Foils on my. <laughs> hey, could you go to channel five real quick? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll say the episode. I forget the title right now, but um, the Gr- Grief Cargo directed episode, Carl Weathers directed episode. But when mm-hmm. after Mando takes off uh, to go get Tiny, and uh, you know shoots <laughs> off, and so then they're they're doing their chasing. But uh, when they're being chased by the last one or two ec- uh, tie fighters, fighters, two of them, yeah. then just the overhead shot of the ra- you see one blast. Is it your your traditional Star Wars? You know, out of the blue shot, uh, Chapter Twelve, The Siege. Thank you, Goody. And then you see the TIE fighter blow up. Then you see the Razor Quest right over that, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, then that little chase where he's chasing the one. And he does that drop, uh, you know, flies up, then kind of drop down again, move. Mm-hmm. Then head to head and blast the TIE fighter out of yep. the way and just the celebration. And Grogu. With Easy yeah. arms yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> with the macaroons and yeah. then he pukes. So. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but reaching back and <laughs> clean it up. Yep. Nice. Good. So the sentimental choice now. <sighs> oh, 
This is kind of a memorandum. In memoriam. In memoriam. I know. See, so I was thinking to do the controversial choice, which was just the episode and seeing where it's sitting there and it gets blown up. You know, I thought about that too. And the reason for (laughs) that is because nothing makes you think about what you don't have or how awesome something was when, until you don't have it anymore. Mm -hmm. So, um, there's a reason why the razor crest getting disintegrated, (laughs) which is the only time seeing something get disintegrated makes me sad. Um, (laughs) but you see, you know, you, you realize how integral of a part of Mando's life that ship was and how many moments happened with so many different characters in that ship and then to have it all gone and not going to get that particular feeling again. It's a, it's a love hate. Mm-hmm. I mostly hate. <laughs> <laughs> I mostly hated yeah. that scene because I didn't want the razor crest to be gone, but it also did make me think about why everybody was so attached to that ship so quickly too. you know, not only was it a cool, uh, looking ship that we were getting introduced to, but there was, you know, so many things that did. And I think the fact that they really showed off what it could do right before they blew it up. It's that whole thing when you, sometimes you can see it coming, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, in a movie when they make you like really, really like somebody, they really focus on, like, man, uh-oh. this person is so cool. This person is so awesome. Da, 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 and dead. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what it felt like they they were doing with that except they stretched it out a little bit over mm-hmm. some episodes so but if we want to go with the happier times yes i agree <laughs> as far as the giving the the x-wings a run for their money that was a great great scene and so. yeah i mean they show up throughout the season every time the ship got stripped or damaged mm-hmm. you know just him walking through it like ah, how am i going to fix this how am i going to fix this and it gets fixed but I'm, but it's it's Again, we've mentioned it millions of times, the faceless character. You see him walking through just distraught when mm-hmm. just the slightest little stripping was done. The, the one that got me the best was the Mon Calamari. Oh, <laughs> Mon Calamari. <laughs> yeah, that scene where he was coming in for the landing and then yep. boop, into <laughs> the water instead of actually landing it when he was about to. That was, that was yeah, pretty all funny. All good. All good. Yeah. I like so. to think of happier days, so yeah. I'm going with the chase. Yeah. yeah. I can go with that. All right. That's all a good right. one. So the X-Wing chase, even though there wasn't any actual blasting, but the just beginning the, of the end, the maneuvering <laughs> and the, uh, what it could do. Yeah. yeah. And really unorthodox things too, like just oh, yeah. land with no landing gear yeah. and just slide around all that stuff. It, it, it was, that was a great, great scene. Yep. yep. I agree. So, all right. Moving on from that painful moment <laughs> to the next. The more. feely. The feely feel, maybe? Maybe. The feels right. moment. So, and there's a bunch of these. The next category is favorite Mando and Grogu moment. I have a feeling this is going to kind of be a landslide one, too. But anyways, uh, who wants to go first? I went first last time. I got it in my uh, head, but I I'll it, go I got again. It. Okay, okay. Favorite Mando Grogu moment. If I give you the episode, do you think you're going to know? All right, go. Season 2, Chapter 12, The Siege. <laughs> put the red one where the blue one's going. Oh, no, that no, one. no. <laughs> no, put that wire where that wire. <laughs> the one you took out. <laughs> and that one just gets more funny after the fact when he uh, meets Ahsoka and he's talking. And the, the joke that everybody was like, wait. 
ask him if he knew what I meant when I said put this wire there. If he, can, if he can understand you, ask him if he knew what I was telling him to do. Ask him if he knows the difference between blue and red. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And then he's shocked. He's like, oh. Yeah. Because yeah. again, like Joey said, colorblind. the faceless character, and you just see and hear the frustration of the father trying to teach his kid. Mm-hmm. Asking his kid to do something that isn't really complicated, yeah. yet the kid's making it a lot more complicated than it needs to be. Yep. That's, I've I been feel like that's a great one. I've been there. That's, yep. a, that's a great scene. Yep. I feel like that at work lately. But that's fine. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. All right. Training new people. How does that feel like? No. Over the... That's why it's called training. Over there. Yeah, that's why. You need to be patient. <laughs> All right, Joe. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to think between two, so... Uh... Okay, I'm going with this second one. It's after he learns Grogu's name. And so for, like, two episodes, he's just saying, Grogu. <laughs> Grogu. <laughs> so yeah. um, I just thought that was just hilarious. <laughs> it, it is pretty funny. So, yeah, just yeah, one, once he real, uh, knows his name now, and just Grogu's reaction to every time he hears his name was yeah. Mm-hmm. just, yeah. Like I said, we get mm-hmm. tired of like, okay, this is the Mando show, not the Tiny show, but yeah. they just kept sucking yeah. us in with Tiny, man, and especially mm-hmm. the Grogu, so. Meh. Yeah, it's making me laugh thinking about the people behind the controls of Grogu. <laughs> yeah. Every time he says Grogu and he perks up and they're all perked up. Yeah, he said it. <laughs> <laughs> Control, how do we do that, huh? <laughs> All right, Edie. Okay. So mine has Mando in it, but doesn't have Grogu in it. What? Okay. Now let me explain why. Mm. Do you think you know which one it is? The Sin. Episode The Sin. The moment after he gives Grogu up, he goes in and what does he find? The little ball. And he looks at that and goes, I got to go get him. They're not in the scene together, but that Grogu is the mover, and then that shapes the entire see the entire run from there on out. That one, I'm like, okay, it keeps on going back in my head. Grogu, it's connection between Grogu and Mando. Grogu and Mando, and that little ball, which plays out. What does he find after the Rage Request? R.I.P. is gone. That little ball puts it in his pocket, in his little, mm-hmm. um, in his pocket. So that one carries the other one but that one i can't break away from the other one to me they're they're tied which would be the final one when he finally asks to see his face and he takes the helmet off to me that is like a full arc all the way all these other ones are all part of that but and build 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 so you have the beginning and then the end the climactic end to that relationship so i'm like either one of those for me would would you need to Be pick. You need to pick one. Uh, the first one, then. Okay. Okay. All right. My choice is a little bit quicker and a little, and it's on more on the comedic side. Is when um, I think it was chapter four, season one, uh, and I have a runner-up too. <laughs> but when he's telling Grogu he's going to go check stuff out, mm-hmm. sit here, mm-hmm. and then he's standing, and the ramp's coming down, My and Grogu's standing right next to him. <laughs> Anyways. And he's like, what the hell? Come on. (laughs) I think that was uh, a fun thing to see that he's, you know, he knows he can't really control this kid Mm -hmm. (laughs) because he's not really, I mean, he's a child, but he's 50 years old. So there's a, there's such a complex thing that, that goes in with that. Um, 
but I just thought that was hilarious. And that just has stuck with yeah. me this whole time. Um, the other, the other one that makes me laugh too, and this is probably just the dad side of me is that, uh, when he was, uh, in season two with the frog lady and he was eating all the eggs the mm-hmm. whole time and he kept trying to get him to stop. But finally when she's in that bath, the big bath thing and he sticks his finger and no, <laughs> no, 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 he wiggles. You know? that was hilarious. So that's my runner up. But I think, yeah, from season one, that moment when, when, because the reveal is so great too, mm-hmm. you know, he's, you see Mando standing there and the ramps lower and lower and lower. And then, then there's Grogu at the very bottom. Cause he's so tiny. It's just great. Yeah. I love the timing of all that. Yeah. So that's my, that's my, uh, <laughs> number one choice there. That one is my, if you, since you made me break those two, that would be my number three because that was my runner up. But like you put those two together, that one by far is one of my favorite ones too. Yeah. And another just shout out to Bryce Dallas Howard. Cause that episode mm-hmm. was, we got the, you saw them testing what they could do with Grogu. So after the Mando cartoon fight, yeah. what, what, what do you see? I'm just standing Stand above there. them with a soup, just <laughs> just yeah. watching. Like that would be my honorable mention: is the the fight's over, and then you just hear, and you look over. There's Grogu. Just what are you guys doing? Yeah. My honorable mention, though, want some soup? Mm-hmm. Season two, where Mando's lifting up his helmet, taking a drink, lowers it. Grogu's looking, lifts it again, takes. It. Yeah, yeah. There's so many great scenes. <sighs> there are going to miss a little guy in the next season. Yeah, you think. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> can they just take? All right, whatever. Well, we're gonna get. Into we're not that. gonna go there. Oh my god! Don't do. The win- I don't know. I don't know. The world. <laughs> <laughs> We've all won. You've all won. If you love that, if you love Grogu, then you're all all winners. We're all winners. <laughs> but I, I gave my my opinion because I thought some, the other one was going to be the the main choice, and it, it is hard to top that. Uh, Man, uh, Din revealing his face to Grogu in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, just mm-hmm. the weight, of, the weight of everything that we it, it, we all mentioned, but just the weight of that, and you know, in particular. I think the only thing that takes away from that is the fact that he already had to take his helmet off beforehand. Yeah. Um, not that not that Grogu knows that. Yeah. He didn't he doesn't know that? But we know that that he did it before. I think if um, that would have been the singular moment where nobody has seen his face mm-hmm. up until that point, um, it would have taken as a viewer. Yeah. Yeah. The cake. Yeah, for sure. And mm-hmm. that would have been my top choice, but I don't know. I don't know. Those are all good. I can't, I can't, I I don't want to change my mind about mine. And neither do I. I. <laughs> it's kind of hard for me to throw my vote into any other direction. This might have to be a four way tie guys. Like we said, everybody wins when Mando and Grogu are together. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just tell that to Disney with the spirit jerseys and socks and everything. So. Oh, man. Yeah. Yep. So, Four-way yeah, tie. Wow. Yep. I think we're just going to have to leave it at that. Yep. I agree. Sorry, but, guys. But yeah. I do love the storyline of the Grogu-less scene because that did set the tone for the entire Everything. series. Yeah. So that would be my tiebreaker for yeah. me. So yeah. I'm just throwing that oh, out. Oh, wait, wait. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We'll go four-way tie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to win. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not like we're winning. I know. I'm. It's me winning. Everybody else is already winning. <laughs> I, win, okay. I win. I win. I <laughs> win. I'm the guy. Yeah. All right. Um, you did the jump. Yep. All right. Final category. Now we got two is, more. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Next to final category <laughs> is best secondary character and we're not talking about the the main ones that are billed 
as far as so we're not talking about Mando obviously we're not talking about Cara Dune we're not talking about Grief Karga or Moff Gideon, even though he's, I, I think, because he's in there the least, but he's still such a heavy force yeah, in the show. He's the main so. bad yeah, guy. So. So. He, he wouldn't be and As much as I love yeah. all those guys, yeah. you know, I figured that would be too easy to yep. to throw that in. Wow, that's tough. That's a tough one. I'm going to go first. And it is really tough to, to <laughs> do. So I decided not to go with characters that are being reintroduced that have existed before um, in one form or another. I'm going to go with a completely new character, which probably not going to surprise you guys, but Mayfeld. Mayfeld, uh, I enjoyed the character, and for the two episodes that he was in, the second episode was some pretty heavy-duty character development. Um, and I just enjoyed everything that happened in that. The intensity of, you know, the lightheartedness that that comes across like this guy's kind of a jerk, you know, whatever. He doesn't seem to take anything seriously, but then coming to find out that there is a whole lot that lies beneath the surface of that and seeing how he recklessly decides to just get some revenge, whether he's going to end up dying or not, you know, get revenge for all the people that matter to him. Um, showed you a different side of people who were in the empire. It doesn't mean that everybody in there is a, evil mustache twirling bad guy. Um, some of them had actual beliefs and stuff and then were shown the, that they were wrong, but that's okay. Anyway, I, that's, that's my favorite character. Every, everything that happened with him was, was good. Made me, made me enjoy the show. So yeah, real quick, what you said is like, if he's going to die, but he either, he, he was either going to sleep at night or or die, but he did what he felt was right, and mm-hmm. that was pretty awesome. I mean, yep. mm-hmm. I love that turn of his character. Yep. All right, Joe, what's your pick? Jeez, uh, this is hard. Um, I thought I was going to go one way, but I'm not. But uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm trying to find her name, but it'll take a while. So the the widow from episode four. Mm. Uh, just, I want to know what her story is. And <laughs> I, like I said, I was going to go with another character and, but I, I don't know, just, just the, everything about her. She almost got Dan to stay. I mean, from what we, from what we realized that, you know, he was, I don't know. You could tell he was kind of torn between staying and leaving, but I don't know. Just like I said, when they're t- the training montage, uh, she was, I mean, she was, Hitting everything with a blaster. You know, there's this bigger story to her, and I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I just, yeah. So Julia Jones as Omera. So I don't think she's going to win, but I don't know. It just popped in my head last minute. Out of okay. some great characters. Yep. Uh, Udi. Um, this was hard for me. Very difficult. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Toro. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my name is Toro. Toro Calica. Uh I only did that because I don't want to agree with my brother again, but I have to. Uh, Mayfeld. Um, it, 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 he, he was great. I, and, and then, again, having that character, I mean, from the beginning when he's introduced as a uh, sharpshooter and then, you know, Mando gives him that barb, like, well, that's what I'm saying. But, hey, I wasn't a stormtrooper. The attitude, and then as he's going through, and then his final moment in that 
episode when he just turned around because he knows he's getting hunted. I mean, great. And then developing over into the next episode he's in, we where Kara gives him, gets him the whole, the attitude, everything, and then we find out, yeah, he's more than a bad guy. He recognizes and is and sees how heavy everything that he did and what he's been through and how people treated other people and the whole layer on top of it. And then for him, and then he, the one thing that I really enjoyed is that he, with his actions, made Kara readdress her, maybe her positions on certain things because everything is like, he's an imp. I'm going to go kill him. He's that. I'm, you know, if, if, if it's Imperial, she's going after him. And then to have him make her second guess that moment, I thought was really, really cool. And and then his little like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go now, you know. And he exits very just kind of laughably and kind of jokingly, like, okay, bye. So yeah, I, I agree with with uh, Mayfeld. I he I enjoyed every moment he was on the screen. Yeah. Well, that means proof that he's actually a sharpshooter. Yeah, guess. when he let, he makes that shot, there was yeah. no doubt. Yeah. Yep. All right, Chad. The show's called The Mandalorian, our podcast is called The Mando Show, and none of us come up with a Mandalorian for a second character. The armor? You're going with the armor, aren't you? No, I'm going with Bill Burry. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I thought you were going to go with the client. Is a client. Uh, he's pretty Do you like me someone? <laughs> no, Bill Burr, he nailed like. So most, I, I really, really enjoyed him in the newer episode. He was great in the first season, um, especially was like, I wasn't a stormtrooper. Yeah, yeah. Um, those lines were great, but you got to see a lot more of him in um, The Reckoning. Um, yeah, just his, his, the way he describes his moral compass to Din, that changes his character. Like Udi said, he's, you know, made an impact on Kara. Um, you know, and then the depth they put behind his character, you know, being involved in Operation Cinder, and then that that one on one dialogue, where he even catches Din by surprise when he blasts the Imperial, and Din's like, "Oh God, <laughs> what did you just do?" <laughs> yeah, that look back and forth. And a man of honor, I never saw your face. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. I can't even come up with an honorable mention because he just ran away with this one. I think everyone else is pretty much an honorable mention, especially well, new characters. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, all all the the Mandos who had a speaking part in season one. You know, the armor is a great yeah. character. I, I'm. Just, but none of them had a Boston accent in space, though. <laughs> <laughs> Mando, I can't even do it right. <laughs> I'm not gonna go try. to YouTube. Look up his interview with Jimmy Fallon. Bring oh, that yeah. up. That mm-hmm. is hilarious, and yeah. that's the only way a comedian can interact with star wars trolls we're gonna do it for awesome. you bill we're gonna make a boston planet where everybody talks like they're from boston we're gonna plant a bostock <laughs> the <laughs> ocean's gonna be filled with green beer and you're gonna gonna have harvard and uh, we hate the planet next to us <laughs> <laughs> damn planet yanks <laughs> we don't go, we don't go there <laughs> oh man all right well Congratulations, I, Bill Burr. I guess that's our favorite uh, character, secondary character, Mayfeld. So throwing this out there, favorite character, secondary character that is in, uh, recognizable. Still Bur- Bill Burr. <laughs> Still Bill Burr. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I like Ahsoka. Would be my, my second as far as if, if we're going to talk about include anybody who's not brand new. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Ahsoka would be mine. Tamura Morrison would pop in. Um, yeah. I mean, just there's so many great yeah. characters in that the, show. It's yeah. unreal. Katie Sackhoff. I mean, just her. I mean, Ming Na uh, Wen. I yeah, I totally forgot. Okay, yep. I switched mine. I know she didn't win. Bill Burr won, but yeah. Yeah, uh, no, Fennec she's, Chen. She's Fennec Chen. Yeah, we're going to see a lot too. more of her. Pele is great too. She was she's, my first choice. Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. really, really, aside from you know how badass the new Boba Fett is, I really love how they made her- his heritage a big part of who he mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not just you know the scum bounty hunter going for money. That armor means something to him. It wasn't just a device to be a bounty hunter. Yeah, you know that's my father's armor. His father's before his, and now it's my armor. Shows him his chain code. Like, mm-hmm. yep. That that made, you know, Tamara Morrison and the character a lot more special. Um, well, they added some of that too in Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Actually, showing yeah. him as a as a kid too. And but to a lot of fans, stuff, stuff like that doesn't exist yeah. until it's on mm-hmm. this kind of screen. So, mm-hmm. all right. Anyways, so that was the uh, the winner of our best secondary category: Bill Burr as Mando. I mean, it's Mayfield. Sorry. Congratulations on your award that's meaningless. Yes, that you'll never hear about from us. All right. <laughs> we'll and tag you, then, but you won't read it. That's cool. Yeah. We will. I don't know how to do that. Okay, so. The just, man- <laughs> whenever that happens, we just point at Joe. We, <laughs> might even, we might even add a hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> Planet Bostock. Uh, you might notice that. I don't know. Okay. Now, finally, our last episode. Best Star Wars reference or not. And Ooh. Joe, you want to go first? Uh, Joe looks like he's in pain thinking over there. Okay. Th- this is one that had to be a gut decision because if you think about it, you're never going to come to a decision because mm-hmm. there's too much to think about. So this an- this question, I thought about the least of all of them. I read it. I just, okay, that was it. Like you have to sift away everything else. Otherwise, you're going to mm-hmm. love everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I still ha- had to come up with an honorable mention, but I'll leave it for the end in case someone else takes it. But for me, the one thing, and it wasn't even on the screen, where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? Mm-hmm. That was all I needed. Because I've been a fan of the books from the original Timothy Zahn, Heir to the Empire series, to the new books he's ri- written under Disney. Um, I mean, just seeing the character in Rebels was amazing to have it actually be on the screen, but... Now hearing it, you know, in live action and the expectation we're going to get a live action one, like, mm-hmm. man, that that is years and years and years of fans of the expanded universe finally coming to fruition and seeing this beloved, maniacal character come to life. He's the big bad nice. everybody wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and going back to our last episode when we're talking about WandaVision, when we're talking about Paul Bethany, I'm like, I think he would be a great Thrawn, mm-hmm. in my opinion. If I don't know that he's not going to, well, I know he's not, yeah. but I just yeah. think he'd be good. Really good. All right. Since you're talking, Joe, what's your choice? <sighs> Best star Wars reference. I'm, I'm just, okay. I'll just go with R five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's so many, I mean, you can do tattooing, you could do, mm-hmm. well, I'll wait till you, some of you guys are done, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll go with, and I agree with you. That was my choice too, <laughs> yeah. Joe. Oh, R five. No, no, don't be sorry. That's fine. That's that, it's going to happen. R five. The fact that he's coming back from the very first Star Wars movie, and mm-hmm. Filoni knew it, and he put it in there, and it's and he showed up again. 
in season two. He didn't just show up in season one. He's in season two. And uh, with his blown motivator face, yeah, he's showing, like, he puts some, put some like oil grease going down the side, but yeah. he's still slow. Capelli's like, "Come on, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm waiting." So. Yep. So that that was mine too. That was my favorite. Oh, and you know the funny part is that one is my pri- is my my first one, uh, the Thrawn. I'm like, you're pointing in a no, I know I'm pointing at Chad and and, I'm and Grand Admiral Thrawn, one. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, and then the R5 is my runner. <laughs> so I'm listening, I'm like, oh man, both of them. Yeah, because for everything you guys have said, for, for what Chad said, the, that moment she goes, where's Thrawn? My mind just ran around mad, like, what does that mean? Where can we go? And then, you know, the imagination just sparked off about all the possibilities of where we can go with that. But then... Exactly going back to R5, it's a throwback to the movie that began everything. And we're like, oh, man, how do you – If I don't know how to break those up. Yeah. Um, because we have the nod to the past and we have where we can go and like ah, which it's, one do we look at? I it's think not you, just that. This category in and of itself is personal because yeah. mm-hmm. it kind of boils down to what's, what's your favorite Star Wars moment, what's your favorite mm-hmm. memory, and how did this show mention it in a way where it made you feel like a kid again and it brought yeah. those memories back to you? I'm sticking with R5. I think the fact that he has now been taken from obscurity from the very first movie into two seasons of Mando. And I get Admiral Thrawn. He's a great bad guy and all that stuff. But, I mean, we're talking OG character throwback nod. So that's why I think R5 should be the winner for this particular category. And that, that nod to Star Wars. I mean, that's a deep cut it all comes down to Udi <laughs> but I agree <laughs> R5 then yeah the deep yeah. cut is is pretty is pretty significant and it does go deeper than Thrawn in the lore of everything so yeah it has to be R5 then yeah, because as far as anybody if they don't read the books Thrawn doesn't even exist yeah. until Clone Wars and for some people Clone Wars doesn't exist so honorable but, mention for me though is the seismic charge oh yeah I would, as a kid, I would literally put Attack of the Clones in, fast forward straight to that scene, watch it, turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> do that once a week. Yeah. Just because I wanted to see that chase scene and the seismic charges going off. So seeing that again was, that was awesome. And Slave One in general. Yeah. yeah. Just seeing the Slave One in general and how it operates and all that. That was great. Honorable mention. Well, yeah. the thing is with those, though, those aren't, those aren't nods to it because actually part of the story now and they're, they're, existing and going on yeah you know it's not um it's not like the little tiny bit you're like hey here's this little thing that's why i thought it was just on the seismic charge yeah Yeah. all right yes joe so uh since i was kind of busy working when i was putting this list together or the post i forgot one category so this was the favorite character introduction oh so i don't know if you guys want to do that on the fly because i thought this was going to be i already got mine in my head i think we all Mm -hmm. have the same one but it'd be fun to say anyways so it's okay that's mine i mean mine too yeah it's okay and then with a close one cara dune right behind it but it's okay oh and then even oh crap it's okay (laughs) no i'm gonna stay with it's okay wow joe chad joe (laughs) 
Well, I was going to say Ahsoka, but yeah. you know, going back to my honorable mention, going Broke what Chad said. No, uh, this is the Mandalorian. <laughs> we first got onto this damn show on his walk-in, that whole bar fight scene. So that I want to go with uh, Mando's introduction, episode one, not bad, chapter either. one. Yeah. Totally agree. The door slide open. There he is, Kate floating in the wind. Western, spaghetti you Western. Immediately, what you were in for, and we're introduced to Sir Ludwig. For the first time with mm-hmm. his music just playing quietly. But yeah, Mando's entrance. Ahsoka's pretty damn awesome too, though. Thinking about Cara Dune, then you think about Bo-Katan, Bo-Fett. Well, Cara <laughs> Dune, I don't know. I, I like that I'm one. Thinking, I was thinking more from the word go. Yep. Um, oh, seeing her is like a big thing. Ahsoka yeah. immediately, the lightsabers mm-hmm. are yeah. lighted and you know she's taking care of business. I, I get the walk-in with Mando. You got the cool guy walk-in thing. That's pretty cool, too. Cara Dune, you know, she's kind of sitting there. Yep. You know, and I was thinking, yeah. well, the fight that happens after yep. after a little bit, sure. But I'm thinking about, I was trying to narrow it into the, uh, when they first show up on mm-hmm. screen, what are they doing mm-hmm. moment, you know, and her, and that's why with Boba Fett, too, I was tempted to go that. But the first time we see him, Technically, or yeah. his feet. <laughs> That's why I in did season not pick one, Boba Fett, right? Yeah. Or if we see his face, episode one of season two, but he's not doing anything. He's just stay, you know he's staring at Mando and turns around. And everybody who saw his face, who knows who that actor is, knew that that was Boba Fett at that moment for sure. Because there's nobody else he could have been. I know we kind of discussed it. There's no way it could have been a, cl- a clone trooper because they're too old at that point. They wouldn't be that young. So. We rule that out pretty quickly ourselves, you know, and then when we see him for the third time mm-hmm. is when he's kicking butt. So, so there was that Bo-Katan coming in. She, to me, that was a pretty close second because she comes in, but the other two are with her too. Yep. Uh, Ax and, um, man, I forgot the character. Her. Sasha Banks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I forgot the character name. It's Mercedes. Her name's Mercedes something or another. Um, can't think of the character name, but yeah. Wow, what's the character's name? That's terrible. I Chad, mean, do you remember? I'm blanking on it. I feel terrible. Casca Reeves. Yeah, there Cosca you go. Casca, yeah. So Axe and Casca are with Bo-Katan too. So that's kind of like a triple intro, which is kind of cool. And they're taking care of business too. So that was fun to see. But I mean, it's just, I don't know. I guess what seeing It kind of takes away from it being Bo-Katan. Right. Because it's all three of them. Not for so. me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, not for okay. me either. But hey, right. yeah, that's fair. But it was that's a great, fair. it was a great introduction of all yep. three. Yep. yep, yep. Well, I mean, the first time, even we though Axe was in the though. bathroom, you know, probably the next episode twelve. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I do want to know where he went to. Anyways, um, so to me, that's why I went with Ahsoka showing mm. up. You know, me too. I mean, it for, is in your face, like bam, yeah, right away. I can get on board with that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you, you don't know if it's like, okay, when are, how are they going to introduce her when in the episode, the first frame, yeah. <laughs> going through the fog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why for me that's the one that, that took the cake. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, no, Mando, cool guy right walk is, it, yeah, always, all there, yeah. is always a good, a good cool guy walk is cool, but I just think uh, Soka took it with the whirling blades of white death <laughs> and skill so all right well 
so Silk is the winner. Is that what we're, yep. we're agreeing on? Okay. Yeah, I think Agreed. we're on. Okay, then. Man, I mean, talk about a show that goes all over the place. And mm-hmm. and it's not like these are easy things. I mean, once we start talking about it and thinking about it, there you you run off in all the directions that this show has, uh, all the wonderful characters. Storylines are great. The production value is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, other than, you know, uh, Gene Sky hiding behind the corner, sticking out <laughs> behind the corner, there hasn't really been any serious gaffes. I mean, I know we, we see some flipped panels from time to time, but I, I, I really think, Chad, that they're doing it on purpose. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know? Because like it's that. done so many times in the movies and stuff where it's like Joker, like it's a it's a like a running gag. It's got to be a running. So it's gag got, it's got to be a production running gag yeah. as well. Same yeah. same as Pink Shorts guy. Yeah, they got who be, showed up. Yeah, <laughs> in the Carl Withers episode. Yeah, they got to be giggling their butts <laughs> off on that stuff just for fun. So, um, anyway, those were our choices. Uh, if you guys have your own you want to throw at us, whether you agree or you really disagree and you want to let us know about it, you can bother Joey. And I'm going to be ignoring it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you hit us up on our socials, um, which uh, Joey mans, and he, uh, he does a wonderful job. So thanks, Joe, for that, by the way. Of course. Speaking of, did we have uh, any comments either in agreement or disagreement. Yeah, we, we actually, because it was, you know, we came up with this pretty quickly between our last episodes. I put this out a little too long, so we got one comment. Uh, but I just want to thank everybody that uh, that's that works with the uh, Star Wars Podcast Day uh, group and Facebook. They're sharing all these different Star Wars podcasts uh, on today as this show will be released on Super Bowl Sunday. So if you don't want to watch the Super Bowl and want to listen to a bunch of Star Wars podcasts. There uh, you go. Or during halftime because I'm not too excited. Or if you want to watch and just not listen to Joe Buck. Listen <laughs> yeah, exactly. to us. So, uh, but we did get a comment from the real Sean John. And so uh, he commented and tagged a bunch of his friends. So thank you for that. Thanks for sharing the show. Um, number one, I get, the category was uh, best uh, parents, I guess, or best moment was the Luke Skywalker appearance. Uh, so, of course, that was a great one. Uh, number two, was best kill. Best kill is Mayfell shooting Imperial Empire officer. <laughs> uh, number three, best, best fight. fight was the Boba Fett uh, fight scene. Best director, Peyton Reed. So, again, that was one that was, there's really no wrong answer to that yeah. category. Uh, number five, the best Razor Crest moment, the Krekna invading the Razor Crest. I think there was some autocorrect oh, okay. issues happening there. I'm not sure what that so, what that said. Okay, yeah, me too. So then, but any any Razor Crest scene can't go wrong with that. Uh, number six, the Mando Grogu moment. Mm-hmm. Mando taking his helmet off at the end of Episode Eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondary character, Ahsoka Tana Tano, and then number eight. Uh, Star Wars reference, the uh, Slave One seismic charge explosion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank All you, good, sir. Yeah. yeah. So thank you, sir, for sh- uh, sharing. And uh, when we do this again, I'll do it a lot sooner. So <laughs> I don't know if you, I don't think anybody knows this. I don't like award shows. <laughs> I don't do award shows. I don't watch them. <laughs> Me either. I don't pay attention to them. I always hear about it after if like the show I like, like the Mando. Mandalorian <laughs> wins a bunch of them or whatever. That's the only time I pay attention. Other than that, I, I've never watched these shows. So 
and you know, there's no movies out in the theater, so it's like right, right. <laughs> watch Oscars this year. It's all TV. So if we do do this do this again, it's going to be because Joe forced us into it. <laughs> it's not me. I'm not going to do. It. I'm not going to do the the ideas. This is Joe's idea. <laughs> so, but like you say, we kind of in honor of all the Man- Mando getting so many nominations. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. And it's fun to revisit all the all the stuff. Think about it, you know. And uh, like I said, so many great moments, so many great moments in this show. All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed uh, listening to our picks. There wasn't a whole lot of disagreements on it, though. I mean, we're we seem to be pretty much the same mind as to uh, the parts that we enjoyed the most. So. Uh, we will be back or, well, we hope you enjoyed this on the star Wars podcast day too. Uh, and, uh, all the other star Wars podcasts that are out there. Hope you guys take a listen to them too. see what they're about. See what kind of, uh, different insights they bring to, um, especially if you're a star Wars fan, it's always fun to listen to other people's input on it. And, and you know, we learned that when we listened to Filoni on the, the uh, BTS stuff and yep. made us think of things in different ways. So, never hurts to be open-minded and hear somebody else's opinion. Yep. So, all right, guys. So with that, uh, Oh, 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 oh Joe, Joe, what do you got, Joe? What's up? I just want to tell people that if they're wondering what is star Wars podcast day, um, on February 7th, 1999, the first jet, uh, star Wars podcast was released and that was Jedi talk. And so that was, that's being credited as the very first star Wars podcast. So that's what this day is all about. So, Okay. And- uh, just quick thank you for everyone listening to us for the first time from Star Wars Podcast Day. Um, and right now we are currently reviewing WandaVision on the Mando Show. So join us for reviewing that as well. Yep. We are nerds in more than just one galaxy. Mm-hmm. Or universe. So, All right, guys. So with that, we're going to wrap it up. And as we always do from this clan of four... Remind you, this is the way. This This is is the way. way.